I'm considered a vampire by some, um, just because Same. of my kind of translucent skin tone. Um, but that's because uh, I rock the farmer tan most of the time. So and you barely see the light of day. But are uh, you a farmer? I used to be. Oh, well, there you go. We are farmers. Oh my god. Information presented in this podcast is of a general nature and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. While many of the people here have some form of mental health training, they are not your mental health professionals. This podcast is not for mental or physical care or for the diagnosis of any mental health illness or condition. Thank you for joining us once again for the Guardians MH podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan, and tonight we have Joe. How are we doing? Matt. Hello there. Amanda. And one of our moderators, Strat. If you're joining us for the first time, Guardians MH is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on promoting mental health awareness throughout the gaming community. We strive to be the first step assisting individuals with gathering meaningful resources in a safe and inclusive atmosphere. Our podcast is another way to normalize talking about mental health and is a fusion of mental health topics and gamings. Absolutely. And tonight, we uh, we actually have two guests, but we have Amanda, who is one of our staff members and works with uh, our fundraising campaign. She's our fundraising manager for the nonprofit. And Surratt uh, helps us out every day, day in, day out, as one of our Discord moderators and is worth her weight in gold and then some so it's really exciting uh we're just gonna have a uh, awesome conversation tonight about convention anxiety uh because we're getting right into convention season and uh with that being said uh coming out of covid and going back into uh, live events and stuff like that can be really triggering for some with being away from social interactions in large crowds for so long. So we felt that uh, this was a really great topic. And Alan actually suggested this earlier uh, to talk about this because uh, it we're getting, we're what, two weeks away from uh, the GCX Expo, which mm-hmm. is online this year, but is a really, really unique take in online conventions with, uh, how they're doing it with the space station and how people will be able to interact and socialize with everything. It, it like think of Sims or like a G like a grand theft auto game where you're kind of seeing uh third person and you see your avatar running around in the environment. That's essentially how it looks. So it's really neat, but uh, yeah, we're getting right into conventions. There's a lot of conventions that are going to be coming up uh, throughout this summer. So uh, let's dive into this conversation a little bit and talk about uh, convention anxiety and just some uh, kind of do's and don'ts. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like it. I think yeah. Amanda looks like really short. She she does look really short right now. Because I am short. Well, you're well. How? I, know, I mean, you know you're sitting. Do a convention. 
anxiety. Why? Because I get lost in the crowd all the time. You do. Yeah. And then mm. I get squished, and then I get scared, and then I go into a shell, and then you protect me. Aw. That was kind of adorable, but also very true. Yes. It is, but we can play right off that. Uh, just some of the things that she mentioned right there. Uh, it's always good to go to conventions with with friends or a friend. Going to a convention by yourself can be very overwhelming. Uh, going on the show floors where there's you know five thousand people mingling around within like shoulder to shoulder in some points, um, and trying to navigate all that can be really really triggering for somebody and make them feel really uncomfortable very quickly. And also, just like Amanda mentioned, losing your friend can be Mm -hmm. also very triggering as well, because with all the people trying to make it through the crowds, like I want to fill my root beer mug and you start making your way through the crowd and all of a sudden Matt's gone. Well, you know what? That could lead to uh, some anxiety inducing uh, situations right there. And you don't know really how best to handle it, but uh, how would you suggest handling a situation like that? Going with a friend, but losing them in the crowd, what would be a good, good way to uh, approach that kind of situation. A good way would be um, before you guys even set foot on the floor, come up with a plan of, all right, if we get lost, if we get separated, we're going to meet up. You hold the map out. Most of the conventions have some kind of floor map. You go, we're going to meet up here by the taco stand or, you know, by the front gate or someplace you pick a spot where you're going to meet up. If you guys get separated, because it's, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. You know, yeah. Matt's going to want to go over to the D and D tables and Amanda might want to go see um, the tournament. You know, they want to, they want to be able to st- look at different stuff. And if you stick together, you might not get to see everything you want to see. So if you're comfortable so splitting up, you find a spot to meet up together later on, you know, for lunch or after a certain amount of time. Yeah. it's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I think too, just to build off of that, charge your phones. Make yes. sure the night before yes. have all cell phones charged. You know, if you can plan out like what you want to do versus what the group wants to do. So that way there is this known time, like, hey, Matt's going to, you know, Guardians MH panel, you know, that might be happening or will be happening, putting it out there in the ether. That that that's what they want to do at twelve versus, you know, you would probably want to find anything that's Disney related at the convention. So I'll know where to find you more times than not. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Square Enix a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But having that, just, just make sure phones are charged and also realizing too. And I think one of the greatest things about most, if not all of these video game conventions is that there is this feeling, maybe not all the time, but there is this feeling of like, togetherness we're all here for the same reason so Mm. i would throw out sort of remembering that a little bit makes it a little less scary obviously if somebody is truly suffering with like some social anxiety and and did get lost from a group that's not going to mean too too much but it can help take off an edge a little bit and start to remember like oh yeah that's right we said we would meet at the you know the random ice cream shake um cart that's at pax east every year we're going to meet there in the corner right by the merch booth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's, if it's a person who's never been to a convention before and you've been 
two, three, four times and you're familiar, kind of familiar with the floor layout. Cause like, I don't know. I, I only went to one PAX East, so I don't, I imagine it's the floor layout's fairly similar every time. Mm-hmm. So For you that could venue, be like, yeah, you could be like, okay, this spot right here, like um, where we were, what was that? The diversity lounge, for instance. Yes. You like walk them up there. This is the diversity lounge. If we get separated, meet up here. You can ask anyone that's got a staff shirt. Like, can you show me where the diversity lounge is? I'm a, I'm a little lost because I remember going on that floor and it was like, damn, everything looks the same. Like after a certain amount of point, all the sea of bodies and all the vendors and you're looking around and all you see is those steel walls on the outside. It's like, everything looks the same. You don't know what exit you're going out of. It can be very easy to get lost. So don't be afraid to ask a staff member who works there or who's volunteering there. Where is this place that I, I was supposed to meet my friend here? Where, where, how do I get there? Yeah, that's, that's a good point too. And I mean, you, you nailed it right there too with uh, feeling so overwhelmed because it's just such a sensory overload. There's oh, God, yeah. the multi-million dollar booths that are, have all the lights, you have the giant screens, you have uh, countless speakers playing different things, you know, for in every booth, uh, crowds of people and the it, everything's just it, it all blends together at one point and uh can be kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for it's overwhelming overwhelming, overwhelming but it's yeah. also it's sensory overload too yeah oh hugely is really what it is it i remind yeah go it it kind of reminds me of it's it's not really it's it's along the same topic of the sensory overload but i i did a road trip once and we were on like hour 12 of driving and we got into Gatlinburg and I don't know if anybody's been to Gatlinburg, but it is just neon, neon, neon everywhere. There's just billboards every 10 feet on the side of the road. And it's just, it's, it's sensory overload at that point. Cause you've been on the road for so long. It's, it's I should head to Vegas. <laughs> oh my God. I can only imagine. But yeah, it's like, you're just, your head spinning everywhere. Cause you hear a noise or you see something flash in the corner of your vision and it's, the cool you don't really thing, know where to focus. Right. The cool thing about the venue at PAX East is you have that second level where you can walk around where, you know, the diversity lounge is located in other rooms for panels and Kickstarter and stuff like that. And there's some food courts, but you can get an overhead view essentially of the floor. Uh, I always really liked uh personally finding that quiet place at the convention when you start to feel so overwhelmed and everything finding a quiet space is so just needed needed to just have that little bit of downtime to kind of reset recharge your batteries a little bit take a breather get something to drink and then head back in you know with friends and everybody but uh, uh, I know some of the conventions have been putting out, uh, you know, quiet spaces for people to just kind of take a rest and a breather away from all the, the hustle and everything. But uh, I really like the idea of making sure, you know, and we'll we'll talk about that before we end the podcast about like podcast or yeah, podcast prep uh, convention. Podcast prep. What yeah, we don't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> for this episode. Um we uh, just uh, convention prep, you know, what you want to have in place before you actually hit the floor and uh, having a plan. But 
Uh, Surat, have how have you ever been to a convention? So I've been to one convention, and honestly, it's all the worst things <laughs> we've been talking about. I don't have a lot of like advice to give, but I understand the overwhelming anxiety. Um, I went to a Comic Con alone. Oof. Uh, yeah, and I was supposed to go see David Tennant, but I got so overwhelmed, I ended up, you know, he, they'd already started, I was late, so I went and saw quantum physics lecture or something, but I ended up wandering around and having a constant anxiety attack, you know, so just back down and, you know, I wished I had somebody with me or somewhere I felt safe, Um but really, that wasn't a very fun experience. And I'm hoping that my future runs will be better, especially now that I know people, you know, who will go to conventions. Um, but, yeah, it just it really sucks to be alone and, and not have anyone there. And also, just like, you know, I don't feel yeah. like the reason to be there after I had panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it could take like uh, having having that overload and everything, and having you know go having anxiety hit right in the middle of convention, uh, really just takes the wind out of your sails, uh, yeah. so to speak, for just enjoying that convention anymore, that 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 event, because you're not thinking about enjoying it. You're 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 focused on how you feel and how this is making you feel, and it's just it's too much. And uh, yeah, and experiencing it by yourself, Surat, if you're at a convention where we're at, where I'm at, I'd be happy to go around the floor with you. Absolutely. And I'm and really tall, so I stand out. <laughs> Great, because I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm short too. <laughs> I'm five foot. You can't see it right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll protect you, and then they can protect us. How about that? Awesome. Yeah, I think. That would be awesome because I've never really been in huge crowds before. I mean, I have, but it's never been like a pleasant experience, let's say. Yeah, I I remember like the second year I went to Comic-Con and you remember this. Yeah, um, I was with Anthony, actually, and his friends and I got separated. There was something I was looking at and he was just gone. And. I'm walking around and it's that sensory overload happens. It's, mm -hmm. it was like Saturday comic con in Manhattan. So it was jam packed. Oh, man. Yeah. And I had a panic attack. It was like, it was, it was I, I could feel like the heart was racing the whole thing. I called, I called her instead of calling my friend, Anthony, I, I called Amanda. I was like, I just need to talk to you for like five minutes while this passes. <laughs> Yeah. And so I, I I I hear that because it's it sucks because and it, it hurts it, it sucks a little bit more too because it's like it is this event that we've been looking for for like so looking forward to for like so long like Comic Con for me was like my you know yearly church like that was my church retreat like I would go there and you know, my sins would be cleansed and I would buy all the expensive comics and get yelled at later when I came home. Um, <laughs> and so to have a panic attack in the place where you've been like looking forward to going for so long, it, it hurts a little bit, but again, there's the, there's the science, there's a little bit of the science behind it. It's, 
Because yeah, all you want to do is have fun, and then it yeah. it hurts when it's like, well, I'm not having fun right now, and mm. it's like it's overwhelming. It is. It really is. And then Brent, there's yeah. You um, I was just gonna jump on what Sweat was talking about about how um, you wanted to see a panel and you got distracted and missed it. That kind of you know that that whole sensory overload and anxiety can actually very easily cause you to lose track of time. Yeah. I mean, I got, I thought I'd arrived there on time and it had just started and I'm like, well, I just, I can't go in. I can't do it. So I, so I went somewhere else. Right. Rather than, rather than just being like, well, you know what? I'm a, I'm a little bit late. I'll see most of it. You're like, well, that screw it. I missed the start. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go now. The whole day is ruined. (laughs) Yeah, and then it just compounds from there, and it just gets worse and worse. And right, and I think there is too like that that anticipation of like meeting someone, mm. right? You, I get like so nervous asking for like signatures or autographs or pictures. You, on the other hand, <laughs> will jump right in and be like, "Hey, he wants to take a picture with you." Hi, my name is Amanda. Yeah, <laughs> can my husband take a picture with you? <laughs> Yes, thank you. Right, that's exactly what she would do, and I'm just like, okay. I mean, if you if you want, you know, we can take a picture. That's the old. uh, uh, Hey, my friend likes you. Right. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. Check the box, yes or no, or maybe. I'm blanking. I'm blanking on this. I'm blanking on this guy's name. Um, he wrote Seven to Eternity. It's an Image comic book. Uh, Jerome O. Uh, Oprin, maybe, and <laughs> I'm like, nah, he's busy. Like, he's not even looking. He's not even paying attention. Forget it. Forget it. Man, the jumps right to him. I was like, hey, you busy? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, but like stuff like that is is kind of like anxiety producing because these are people that we like idolize. Like, I love that comic book series, Jerome Open Opena. Oh, anyway. Um, DJ Okerson. Well, that was a comedian, yeah. But like these are who the actor that we met. Oh, from uh, Sons of Anarchy, who went to my job to film. Yeah, like just people in general, like celebrities or people that we view as like celebrities. Like it takes a lot to to at least for me to like jump and and say hi. Yeah, no, it would take it would do the same thing for me. I mean, it does help to have that other person who might not care about it, just so they can be like, hey, you're a person. My friend really likes you. And, um, I mean, we're all people. Yeah. It's sometimes yes. You're a people. I'm a people. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be afraid of you because you're a people. I mean, yes. We have to remember that we're all people. Yes, but... And again, this uh, we can go down the rabbit hole, and I wish Doc, uh, you know, I wish Doc was here because we can go down the rabbit hole like parasocial relationships, where we we're also viewing this person in a much higher regard. Mm-hmm. And so to like see that person, and it's like, uh, yeah, usually I see you on a screen. You don't belong here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but something like that too. It, yes, that that is actually very important to remember that everybody is there for the same reason. You know, there. If there is a signing or a celebrity is there, I got to meet. Although, and weirdly enough, though, I got to meet Tom Morello at Comic Con from Rage Against the Machine. 
I had no problem with that. Don't know why. <laughs> hmm. Don't know why. And Tom Morello is like, I love Tom Morello. Now, was Tom Morello just there at Comic-Con as a fan? No, he was an exhibitor. No. Okay, so that... that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, he was an exhibitor. And I, I mean, I paid yeah. for it too, I guess. So maybe that's, I don't know. But. Because, like, to me, if I were to bump into, say, ah, friggin' off the cuff, like Chris Evans at a, at a convention, probably wouldn't even realize it unless he was behind a stage somewhere. Because there's just so many people there. Unless somebody points out and is like, holy that's Chris Evans and then the crowd goes nuts that's captain that's captain america you know no. <laughs> i'm freaking ruined by his line that scene where he fights himself and he drops a line at the end on end game that's america's ass right there that's, yeah that's america's ass. <laughs> how many times at a convention do you think he hears that like just chris evans that's america's ass right there <laughs> can i take a picture with just yeah, turn around. We don't no, need no, the front. No. Just turn around. Just a booty, please. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, he's gotten that. Oh, For you know sure. he has. For so- dude, I was just watching Scott Pilgrim versus the world, dude, and I love his character in that movie so much. It's all it's so expressive in his eyebrows and everything. He's so mm-hmm. like he his he's so squinty. I just like yeah. uh, the line he does in the in the phone booth is awesome, but uh I I absolutely love it. You know who doesn't like Scott Pilgrim? I saw her face. Amanda apparently does not like Scott Pilgrim. Sorry. Amanda. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, Amanda. Uh, it's been really <laughs> awesome <laughs> having you on here. <laughs> Get the hell out. You know what? It's not everybody's cup of tea or anything like that, but you know what? I, I absolutely, I, I dig it. Hey, I, I love that movie. What I do when I get convention anxiety what do you do? We actually have never spoken about that. I find a booth that I like and I go buy things. So retail therapy, I guess, is in a sense good. Just do it responsibly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to take at a convention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty much every every booth uh, for like outlets and stuff are running deals and stuff like that. Uh, it's a really great opportunity to to practice restraint. What's that? <laughs> because What's that? It, 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 it can get out of hand real quick because there's so much cool stuff. I mean, you go to the booth saying like, oh, man, that's a cool hoodie. You get the hoodie for $65 and you get, you know, uh, half a section later. And, oh, man, that's an even better hoodie. Oh, I can wear that on Tuesdays. Or like Alan's holding up right now. Uh, he's got a dice tower from uh, uh, Wormwood, Wormwood, who hosts amazing booths. And now Matt's holding up a really awesome uh, D20 up 12. there. D12. I, I'm sorry. It's kind of blurred a little bit. Amanda but, uh, bought it for me. It's from Level Up Dice. Yeah. See? There's a lot there is, of cool stuff. Is. Why not? Do I Level Up Dice. I give you any money. Level Up Dice, sponsor us. We love There's you. There's also some really good um, charity opportunities in there too. Like there was one, yes. there was one. I cannot remember the name of it, but they were giving. They're basically giving away a mixed box of games. It was board games, and you paid oh, money. I oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, I can't think of it, but they went through. Oh God, I, I couldn't even tell you how many. I went down and talked to them after 
the second day of PAX East last year and I had a conversation and they had to replenish. I think they, by the end of the convention, they went through about 15,000 of those boxes. They were cranking those out. They had pallets being dragged in to that booth. And uh, mind you, that booth was absolutely massive. I mean, have you ever tried to imagine what a wall of board games look like? They, they achieved that pretty well. I'm close, but yeah, there's, there's, there's that too. But uh, I think think the other thing to communicate with the people that you're with, Mm -hmm. absolutely. If you're not okay, if you're not feeling well, if you're a little sort of overwhelmed, let somebody know, grab a hand. Don't be afraid. Or if you're Amanda hit me (laughs) and let me know, like, but gotta, that's a that's a big one outside. right there too yeah. because not only just talking to somebody and communicating how you're feeling, having a friend or a person there that that who understands yeah what you're going through because that's such a big one right there. Uh, right. Some people uh, still think that like depression, anxiety are like choices we make, and they're not. Right. I mean, they can be triggered by anything, you know. And anxiety and depression are commonplace with our everyday lives i mean i get anxiety every day you know it it hits me and i i could get overwhelmed very quickly but you know finding a friend who who's going to a convention who you can confide in and then meet up with in like a safe space and take a breather with and communicate that with them like tap matt on the shoulder matt uh I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. I'm, I, I need to take a break. Okay, mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah. Convention's not going anywhere. You're not going to miss anything. Right. Go take right. a break. But picking out that, that safe space, too, is, I think, another big one as well. Be, that rendezvous point, you know. Having, Anthony, it was, it was always by the food trucks. Anthony's probably like a good friend of mine. He's, he's my convention. truck. He's oh. my convention. He's my convention buddy, but he's like my best friend, too. And that was always our safe space. Also, my husband. Well, that's a different story for a different podcast. Now, <laughs> over, over at PAX, what was the name of that place, Joe? I can't remember. They had a special sp- – I'd love to see this at every convention, but they had like a cool-down, quiet room kind of place where you could go to, and that was that was like the decompress area where if you were overwhelmed or you just – you needed to just get somewhere quiet for a little while. It was a, I can't remember the name of it, but, but like you said, a a nice safe space where even if it's like a coffee shop across the street, you know, where you physically separate yourself from the convention for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So you can Uh, be like, okay, this is still real life. I'm not, you know, I'm not going nuts. Pardon. I, I think there's a space like that that people can find at every convention. Um, there's always a spot that doesn't, you know, is lacking booths and traffic. Any place that's really away from the traffic areas of a convention is going to be a lot quieter than than other places. So, mm-hmm. like Matt suggested, by the food trucks, gets you in an outside environment. Usually, yes. they're parked outside because of the trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it takes you out of that atmosphere of being indoors with so many people at the same time and puts you outside, gets you some fresh air, 
you know, get, get the air moving, get, you know, the sun on you a little bit, you know, get away from the artificial lights or anything like that. And it's, it's a good reset and a really good opportunity to see if there's a bacon truck, because I, I will beat (laughs) that horse to death right there because the bacon food truck is where it's at right there. And they, they even have vegan bacon. Bacon is bacon. I don't care what it's made of. It, It, if the name is bacon in there, it it's a it's a win, you know, because mm-hmm. you can only like only good things can be in that category. You know, you can't just say like, you know, squash bacon and like it, it, it's got to be good. I mean, bacon's in the name. I mean, uh, I, that's a really weird tangent right there. Um, how many, did, did anybody count how many times Joe said bacon? I'm just curious. Do we have a bacon? I'm going to guess 12. You know what? Uh, hit us up. Uh, do do a comment on this uh, on this episode, whoever, whatever app you're listening oh, to. Just put how many times I said the word bacon uh, in the entire episode. And I'm going to keep this going because it's bacon a, it's is a bacon episode. Bacon episode. <laughs> can we name? Can we start naming episodes? Can we just make this the bacon episode? We can start naming episodes. That's definitely really you know, we could do that. It would be fun. I'm not a wordsmith, so I'm not really good at that. But if somebody else wants to like think of something, I'll, I, I, I'll put it on there. I've been known to be a smith of words. Oh, I I dig that. I dig that. I, I think another thing too is uh, <laughs> when going to a convention, you can't just jump into a convention and not feel overwhelmed. But with technology nowadays and smartphones being in you know 90 percent of everybody's hands it's really easy to pick up a map or layout of the convention prior to arriving so you and your friends can map out uh essentially where a safe space could be uh where you're going to enter where you can meet if you get separated uh where the food is so you have you know before going hand and then also some of the you know key booths that you want to make sure you go to like you know bungee's got a booth over here you know they're gonna have cool stuff over there like they always bring some of their their uh game uh weapons and cool gear and stuff like that there uh the animal crossing booth was really awesome you know the food trucks the bacon trucks outside you know you can see where that entrance is so you can make it out there to get some bacon and uh but i i i think i I know i'm purposely doing it now joe did it himself Uh, he dropped animal crossing he did it on his own I did. Nate's not here uh, with us tonight. And, you know, everybody, uh, you're going to be listening to this after the fact, but it is Nate's birthday. So Nate is uh, officially an old man. Uh, it's his, it's his, it was his birthday yesterday, but, uh, his family is absolutely amazing and they're holding a little festivity for him tonight. And also I think tomorrow, uh, tomorrow during the day. So uh, birthday? Absolutely. yeah, I know. Right. Birthday. You, you, you had a lot of birthdays. 30. I love you. But not back to back. I love you. <laughs> Good save. <Thanks. laughs> I love sure. you. And. But I think another thing people forget to do while they're at the conventions, since there's so much going on and you want to see everything, you're taking everything in. Don't forget to hydrate, drink water. Don't focus on soda and sugary drinks like that. I mean, they'll, they'll give you a boost to give you a little bit more energy, but you're going to run out of juice real quick. 
And it's so water. easy to fall into that trap because it's it is all over the place. Yeah. Every convention I've gone to, like, it's just. You bring home a root beer mug. I bring home a mug every time from Wild Bill's uh, yeah. soda stand. Don't, I donate to the Cookie Brigade. And, cookie Brigade, too. Yeah. yeah. Cookie Brigade, you got, yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it's very, very easy to fall into that trap. I think if if I, I could be wrong, but I think you're you are allowed to bring in like one bottle as long as it's sealed yes. of water. Yep. So and a snack. Yeah. And a snack. So a hundred percent bring that so that way you're not necessarily too tempted to uh you know down three mountain dews in, in at a clip. Listen, I get it. I drink I probably the only time I drink Mountain Dew is at a convention, believe it or not. And that's because it's just around you. Is that uh, a regular Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew or Code Red? Code or Red, Red baby. Code, Code Red. Red. Oh, you are a gamer. Jeez. Baja Blast or nothing. Come Blame on. Anthony. Blame Anthony. What? Baja <laughs> Blast. You're just a Taco Bell fan, aren't you? Well, you know. Yeah. So, but yes, it's very easy to fall into that. Yeah. Make sure you hydrate uh, and eat. Yeah. I think that's the important thing, too, because, again, there's so much that goes on. Panels, yeah. booths, which line are we waiting on to try this, you know, 15-second demo? Wearing comfortable clothing. Oh, yes. Instead of wearing a ginormous costume. Well, unless yeah. you're comfortable with ginormous costumes. Include, like, bringing a change of clothes if you're going to wear, like, yes. a costume. Yes. Yeah. Yep. If you're going for cosplay and everything, which is totally awesome if you do, uh, but just like Surrette said, bring a change of comfortable clothes for after because you're not going to be able to walk around the entire day for eight hours in a giant, you know, Warhammer, you know, costume or whatever you're wearing. It's going to be uncomfortable very quickly. Yeah. So bring a change of comfortable clothing and, uh, I think some of the conventions actually have lockers or a safe space can, where cosplayers can put their, their costumes. Yeah, you can rent a locker if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, kind of keep your stuff in. Um, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, opportunities there, but yeah, being comfortable, just overall comfortable shoes, make sure, you mm-hmm. know, wear sneakers. I don't think anybody should wear uncomfortable shoes during events like this. Um, so it, it's, be as comfortable as as be as comfortable as you can. Yep. Um, yeah. Layers. I mean, and I, I, I'm speaking. I'm speaking Boston primarily because that's the that's the convention I seem to go. Ooh. You don't mm-hmm. know exactly what the weather is going to be. There was oh. one year that it was still snowing. Then there was one year where it was like sixty. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, have a variety of clothes to be comfortable. Yeah, that's Look a part of the, the area. Though. I'd say check the weather. Yeah, check the weather yeah. before you go. Well, suggestion right there. <laughs> I, I would put that under the you know with the prep, you know, with looking at yeah. the event and everything. Take a peek at what the weather is going to be. I mean, if you're going to a convention out of state and like you already know, well, the weather's going to be in the 90s throughout this whole weekend. You, you don't know what the weather's going to be in Miami at the same time and be like, well, it's going to be 90 here. You go down there and it's like. Well, they got a, you know, the second hurricane's about to hit landfall and, you know, it's a torrential downpour. Right. And right. Uh, it's, you know, raining pythons and other, you know, uh, cryptid creatures. <laughs> what? 
Well, I they have, got a python problem down there, all right? But a rain like it rains python? It's Florida. Yeah. Florida perpetually has a problem. I understand <laughs> cats and dogs. Right. I, I was like cats and I've, I've heard the expression of cats and dogs and never heard it's raining pythons. I wouldn't be surprised if it rains gators in Florida, okay? It's a rain in man. We can't sing anymore. We we don't have the copyright for it. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, gonna get, <laughs> you're gonna get it. We're gonna get a DMCA. I stopped. I stopped. We're gonna get a DMCA strike. I stopped. <laughs> so I'd like to kind of touch, see if we can segue a little bit into uh, not forgetting that the exhibitors might also be having the same issues that you are as well. Ooh. You know, Ooh, people, uh, people who are in cosplay, people who are behind the booth, they may look like, yeah, they might look like they got it all together and they might look like they're doing well, but they could be just like, holy crap, I've seen 600 people in the last 20 minutes. This is bonkers. When am I ever going to get a break? When am I going to get out of here? I'd like to go do some stuff. This is crazy. And they're just kind of smiling the whole time. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Let me get you the, Yeah. Or here, let me take another picture. Let me sign this. You know, got to remember that they got emotions too, and they may be having just as many problems as you. And they don't have mm-hmm. as many opportunities to go and get water or something to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, they're behind the booth. And uh, I know some of the conventions make sure that, like, I know we keep circling back to packs specifically, but they're really good at this with their enforcers. They have uh, certain enforcers that are dedicated to certain booths. So periodically throughout the day, like several times a day, an enforcer will come by and ask if you need anything. If you need something to drink, if you need something to eat, they'll go get it for you. Or if you need to have a bathroom break or a moment outside, they'll stand at your booth. You know, and you know, hold the fort, so to speak, to to let you go. But you're absolutely right. You know, it it's not just the attendees, but it's also the exhibitors. You got to think too. These exhibitors are interacting with you know hundreds to a few thousand people a day. By day three, I had no voice left talking to people. Yeah, I was completely spent, and I'm probably luckily uh for this next convention for gcx we're doing shifts so Mm -hmm. we'll be able to uh you know uh participate in the booth and in you know interact with people talk to them for uh three and a half hours and then have a timeout where another staff member is going to come in and uh take over so you can you know take a breather, you know, stretch your legs and uh, get some something to eat and we maybe went, go experience the convention a little bit yourself. We went to Unplugged. You mm-hmm. were volunteering and I was walking around mm-hmm. and you didn't have enough time. You were like, oh man, I wish I came and played D&D with you. Oh, oh man, I wish I, I went over there and watched That's that true. with you. Yeah, you didn't really experience it as much as I did. That's true. That's true. And you for that one were a fan. You were a social butterfly. That wasn't the first convention. That was your first PAX convention, though. Yes. That you ever been to. And you were pulling people literally by their arms to play D&D. I made friends. (laughs) The cool thing is about that convention specifically is after hours, the after hour D&D games and stuff are so cool. Yeah. Because my self-care after 
being in the booth, you know, all day long is when everybody else laughed and went home or, you know, took off, I would go down to the show floor. So when everybody was coming off the floor, you know, and the enforcers were making that wall of people and just pushing everybody out, they, the exhibitors could stay as long as they want. Cause you're an exhibitor. Um, I would go down there and it was so peaceful. Uh, having that huge floor, that huge space and just quiet. And the cool thing is to get back to the D and D they actually had a sectioned off wall that would come across the entire uh, convention floor, the show floor and keep it separate from the booths and where the game area gaming tables were. So you could stay there till midnight playing D and D as long as you wanted and they had a separate entrance and exit for everybody to go in and out. And there was still food and beverages available for people over there too, for as long as they wanted to play. So that's a really cool thing right there where they're not just scooting everybody out. Like, Hey, you know, show's over. Gotta go. Nope. If you want to stay and play, they really embrace that gaming community aspect where you, you want, this is really a social opportunity to mingle with people and make, new friends even if you're a little bit skittish with talking to people having that common bond between just like matt said at the top of the episode where we're all here for the same reason and we all are very passionate about video games we wouldn't be here if we weren't you know you have to you know you're going to have some interest in it that's our common ground and with building upon that you could go and look over at the gaming tables and be like hey and be like i'm joe uh, you know, I'm mad, you know, uh, you guys mind if I play not at all. And you know what? You, you might have just made lifelong friends right there, you know, or a really great evening, you know, interacting with people and right. making new friends. Like you could see them in the future and be like, Hey, I remember, you know, Oh, that was fun. And the, it, it could be a really great experience. But one of the things that I, I kind of want to go back to as well is when Surratt mentioned that she wanted to go to a specific panel and she ended up going to a quantum physics one. A really neat uh, opportunity as well, too, is to utilize that in a positive way by going to a smaller panel where there's not so many people kind of pushed into a room to see this you know, this like headlining panel, but going to a smaller one that you still have interest in that has less people in there and could get you away from that, that uh, overwhelming crowd, you know, and all the noise and everything outside and give you, yeah, go ahead. So it was like, it was a huge convention center. There must've been at least 5,000 people in that room. With David Tennant. So it was less of a meet him and more like he's up on stage. Um, and I was in a room of like 30 people <laughs> listening to them all scream. So I felt safer in there because it, it just, you know, being in rooms full of screaming fans didn't appeal to me at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so don't, don't hesitate. Don't shrug off the smaller panels right off the bat and go for the headliner one because you'll still 
get some enjoyment out of it if it's if it's of interest to you. I mean, quantum physics. I don't know a lot about quantum physics, but I know you know I'm interested enough to sit there for 45 minutes and listen to a person talk about it while I kind of I gather myself again. I yeah. sit in a chair. I kind of relax. I just take a breath. It was really cool because we also touched on the subject of time travel and entropy and how it's improbable that uh, time travel will ever happen just because of the state of decay, uh, the nature of the universe and how it always tends to fall apart. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're going to go down this, this rabbit hole. Okay. Oh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. What about the people that uh, are showing pictures all over the TikToks and everything of people holding cell phones and smartphones back in. Huh? It's like, uh, I forget the word, but it's like, we look back on things and we attribute what we know in this time. And we're like, I recognize that brick of something dark in somebody's hand. That must be a cell phone. That's probably not. I could have swore there was like an etched like Nokia 500 brick phone in like a pyramid somewhere. And the, no, I, I'm really interested. I, <laughs> dude, if you want to go down this hole, I love talking about cryptids, ancient aliens. The world it is is hollow on the inside, and the aliens and reptilians are down there. I'm telling you right now, it's it, it's it's looking at me like what. Back to the convention talk. We, yeah, where, where did we? <laughs> where did we go? It's like we're at a convention. Hey, no, it's like we're on the Guardians of Mental Health later. podcast, where it's a train derail, <laughs> train thought, derail rather. I'm, I'm not the wild card. It's like so that's the wild card. <laughs> it's not a train derail. It's like the roads in Boston. They just they make no sense. You're absolutely right. The roads in Boston do not make any <laughs> sense. Uh, that, that random that roundabout. So yeah. Round a boot. That's that's Canada. Oh god, that's a Canada one. Round a boot. So the that's one the thing I wanted to, uh, I'll steer this ship, I guess, a little bit. The one thing I wanted to mention, especially with GCX coming up and PAX online, right? Mm-hmm. Conventions are coming back. I think there will be um hopefully down the road later this year, but these two are gonna be online. And the one thing I always think about is you're going to be st- you're going to be sitting in front of your computer for a significant amount of time potentially. Make sure you stand up, make sure you stretch. Yeah. If you got those blue light glasses, definitely definitely wear them so that way you're not just your eyes are not getting hurt throughout the whole time. Blue light's been linked to poor sleep, to uh inability to sleep, things like that. So for the online conventions, you know, we like them enough because at least we're still getting something, but at the same time, we want to stretch. Don't do the whole marathon. If you, if you can plan out your day accordingly and the same thing, make sure you drink, make sure you're eating, you know, make sure you're eating. Um, mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. And if you don't have the blue light glasses, there's a couple of, sometimes the, com- the computer screen might have a blue light setting in it or just yes. go in and change the tone to warm yes yes that's, that's yes, really yes. all you have to do if you change the tone on your monitor if you got a cheap monitor to warm it'll help reduce the blue light on it, it will. But yes, that's a good right. suggestion right there get up move around well you know i've had to deal with some real old computers in my day so yeah 
old e machines. Yeah. Well, Dell. The Dell dude. I'm gonna let you in on a secret. The government is not known for buying new things. No. That was the latest technology. <laughs> I talked about that. That 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 conspiracy theory. Oh, we could go. We could go, Amanda, another time. I promise. I get some stuff that I could but don't you sign an NDA? <laughs> There's got to be an NDA somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Your onboarding paperwork, there's like 30 NDAs probably. Yeah, there's lots of there's lots of little little get arounds. And like Matt said, definitely move around, you know? Yeah, because you get that normally in a convention where you're walking around. So you're up and around, you move in. Sometimes you actually want to sit, but a fully online one. Yeah, it's going to be neat. It's going to be great because it's going to help alleviate some of this social anxiety that people are having because you're not going to be around a whole bunch of people. There's some anonymity tied to it. You could, I don't, I haven't seen the, the specs of it. I guess I'm guessing you can make your avatar look however you wanted. I think so. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, within reason, probably you can't just walk in and be like, I'm a Torian. No, I think, <laughs> I think they have, I think that it's definitely specific, but, yeah, I, I think, and on that on that note, actually, I think it is a nice bridge to when the in person events do come back in, right? Yeah. Because this is sort of like the you know getting getting the feet wet, so to speak. We're not fully we're not fully in person, but we're kind of still having that social interaction in a sense. Mm-hmm. So you, it's it, it's a starting point for those who do really kind of like want to go back to conventions, but you know. COVID unfortunately has caused a lot of that social anxiety, whether it's just being in large crowds now or the still and rightfully so concern of COVID, you know, there is this fear in a sense. So it's making social interactions a bit harder for some people. So this is this, this is sort of like a nice step. And I think that's the other sort of segue into when in-person conventions come back, you know, do it, do it, carefully right you still are uncomfortable wear a mask even if you're fully vaccinated right just for your own protection if you feel comfortable doing it i should say depending where you live the mask mandate might be down but hey that doesn't stop you from still wearing a mask if it makes you feel comfortable that's the bottom line absolutely Um, hand sanitizer is a must Amanda's been using that rule even before COVID was a thing. Um, especially at conventions. Especially at conventions. Um, you know, but even now more than ever, it's important to have it on you as well, too. You know, yep. stay safe. Do what you need to do to feel comfortable if you still are concerned, you yep. know, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. You got to take yeah. care of yourself. So if we're going to wrap up here, but... Uh, if you are attending the GCX Expo, it's going to be a really unique online convention happening uh, June 16th through the 21st of this month. And uh, come by our booth. Say hi to us. Uh, we're all going to be there. Uh, we'll be open to chat and this and that. We're going to have a special convention shirt people can pick up. We're also going to have our D20 dice, uh, (laughs) custom guardian mental health dice with a discount code for GCX convention. So you'll be able to pick those up with a little bit of a discount. And then we're also going to have our GMH pins and some other really cool things. And uh, we will be giving away a custom art 
skate deck from our design lead and community artist who is so talented, iResolute. He made a custom skate deck for us and nice. uh, we'll be giving them away at all the conventions we attend. So we're giving our very first one away at this and it is a free entry. It will not cost you anything to enter, but we also are going to be having amazing resources available for attendees. So if you want to come by, we have a brand new mental uh, digital mental health kit we put together uh, yep. for this event and everything. We have some special collaboration resources in there from uh, some amazing individuals and it's going to be a great time. So swing by, say hi to us. If you need to talk or anything like that, you're feeling a little overwhelmed. We'll be there. Absolutely. You can, you, we will always have time to listen and have fun. And any anything last uh, anything you guys want to touch on before we uh, take off? And we have Matt do the uh, closer. Most important thing at conventions is have fun. Yeah, so not having fun. That's usually a first indication that you might want to separate yourself from it. You know. Yeah. Don't overload. Right. Conventions are huge. And yeah. sometimes you may not be able to pinpoint exactly everything you want to see, everything you want to do. That is OK, because the last thing you want to do is burn yourself out where the rest of the trip is no longer fun, like Alan was saying. So pace yourself. Be comfortable. Have a have a good time. Yes, absolutely. Nope. Spend all the money. Spend a reasonable amount of money. Fine, Joe. All right. <laughs> okay, Dad. Yeah. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Uh, I say that I, too. What? Okay, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, I get that every once in a while. It's just like, uh, hits me right in the heart. No. <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, it's good points right there. Oh, also. June 16th, right right before the convention starts, our new collab mental health kit will be open for requests. And Matt will touch on that when we close up. Don't forget to touch on that, Matt. Cool. I'll I'll edit this part out. That's so we can yeah. It's not my list of things to do, but I will put it on now. Ha! Yes. <laughs> There's so many to do. And we doing them. Okay. Are we still editing all of this out mid-podcast? Fantastic. I love us. We're the best. Twitch, Twitch, you get to see the unedited version. Yes. Yes. The cool thing about the live thing, uh, you don't only just get to see us uh, live and in person and all glorious. And you get to watch us mess you up. You get to watch <laughs> us be just like everybody else. We all make mistakes, but you know what? We have fun while we make our mistakes. Too. absolutely and uh it's always fun getting to hang out with everybody and i i can't thank amanda enough for coming on and hanging out and chatting with us tonight and then also Sarette too it was a really cool uh opportunity to have you both on and i i really hope that you both had had fun chatting a little bit and uh we'll definitely come on in the future yes, thank you so much awesome awesome all righty well on home. that note thank you for listening to the guardians mental health podcast if you can, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps spread the podcast to others who may not be listening. Keep up to date with everything we are doing over at guardiansmentalhealth.org and follow us on Twitter at guardiansmh. 
join our partner Discord server at discord.gg slash guardiansmh, where we provide peer support, mental health resources, and just a really chill community. And you get to say hi to everybody here on the screen right now. If you are able to, please feel free to donate to our nonprofit. Help keep those lights on at tiltify.com at guardiansmh. Also continue to help support our mental health kit initiative. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash guardians mental health, GMH, excuse me, patreon.com slash GMH mental health kits and coffee at coffee.com slash guardiansmh. On the note of the mental health kits, June 16th, our special collaboration with Social Cipher, a um, a special neurodivergent mental health kit, will be ready to be uh, requested. Please check out our website for more information on June 16th and request yours. Uh, our kits are still free and we are shipping them. These are going to strictly be shipped within the U.S. for now. Our regular mental health kits, we are working towards getting them over into the U.K. So keep an eye out for that as well. Um, for those who watched our last our, our last podcast, um, where we had Derek Chung from uh, Emberwind, uh, check out uh, shop.emberwind.game.com slash guardiansmh for 10% off your order for Emberwind. Last but not least, if you want some really awesome Guardians Mental Health merch, check us out at bonfire.com slash guardiansmh to get your lit fire flame merchandise. Thank you all. That was a mouthful. I need to look at shortening that. You're on mute, my friend. <laughs> you're still on mute oh you know no i'm not oh <laughs> no, you just didn't. so you know i was only muted for you guys the stream saw heard chat, heard, chat heard you oh yeah they hear everything <laughs> yeah oh god nope you you rocked it pretty good man that, i will make that shorter did a great job and uh Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us and uh, joining the conversation. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it, and uh, have a wonderful night. And wait, who do we have? What do we have? Week of uh, GCX, uh, week of the, what is it, the 18th? June 18th, uh, second day of GCX, you will not only be, we'll be attending GCX, you are going to be hosting a panel, panel on parasocial relationships. Panel. Yes, we will. And also that night we are recording a podcast at 10. And who is our guest? Let's keep it a secret. Let's, let's, you want to keep it a secret? Let's tease, let's tease it. Let's, let's like, let's, let's, okay. let's, uh, let's, okay. like, it's, it's a special guest. There's it's, some, there's some symmetry to it. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. That's, that's a, good a good one. one. Okay. That's a good one. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs>